Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Okay, Mr. Irons, we're going to go through the podcast intro and let's just do it by the book. Nice and easy. Got it. Oh, natural. Quiet on the set and action. Release the podcaster. Oh, you're mine now. Come to me. Review with me. Yes, yes, I told you it could be done. You are of the immortals. You can control podcasters. <laughs> with a podcaster army at my disposal, I can topple the downloads. like that, do you? Good. Good. I could use every ounce of your rage. Cut, cut, cut. <sighs> okay, let's, uh, let's try the battle scene at the end. And remember, Mr. Irons, please keep the tone down. Quiet on the set. Action. You can run your ladyship, but you'll never podcast enough! Let the downloads rain from the sky! Cut! How, how was that? Fine. It, it, was, it was fine. All right, folks, that's lunch. God, I need a drink. Where did they find this guy? <laughs> Yay! I'll tell you where. From the Lion King! That's Jeremy, that's Jeremy Irons. You put some stank on it. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Real Fills Podcast. If this is your first time here, we are three friends who gather together twice a month. Fortly nightly. Fortly nightly. And we review movies. Uh, they are going to have a different genre every single time. We pair a movie to go with it. And today, I'm bringing you my magic and sorcery movie, far more on the nostalgia side. <laughs> I thought it was swords and sorcery. <laughs> no, you already did swords and sorcery with Highlander. I suppose so. Yeah. So, no, I thought that was... Uh, this is... I thought that was what? Black Cauldron. No, we didn't do Black Cauldron. Pelinor? Talking about... Pelinor blasted! <laughs> it's Pelinor! Yeah, the sword in the stone! That's right. That was his... That was... Madam! Madam! <laughs> that was Jack's... Uh, an old man. Animation uh, genre. But this is sword and sorcery. Or sorry, magic and sorcery. And uh, this is 2000s Dungeons Woof. and Dragons. Woof. <laughs> Ooh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it had such high hopes. <laughs> and I saw it in its face. And I oh. took it from him. <laughs> and its box office status will rain from, from the, the sky. sky. Oh, I. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I used to love watching this 
all the time. <laughs> and I, I, I did. I yes. really did. Yes. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. It is a dumpster fire that keeps me warm. But, it, but you want it to be you wanna oh. You want it you want it to be so much more. You want it to be good. And I mean, here's the thing. I'm I'm sorry. Justin Whalen, God bless him, but Jimmy Olsen is not gonna be the rogue no. that we asked for. Will Wheaton. <laughs> Will it Wheaton. should have been Will Wheaton. Will I mean Wheaton he, he had the hair. He did. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it must have just been the hype to have <laughs> it's like, let's spin the wheel. Which Wayne brothers are we getting this time? <laughs> and Wheel of <laughs> Wayne's <Wayne> Brothers. <laughs> it's it's so insane. Like learning learning the history of this, the director was not even on the radar for anything of a D movie. Wizards, not even uh, Wizards of the Coast. It was TSSR before Wizards of the Coast even took over as you know the main operator. And this guy just essentially he kept hounding and hounding. Well, he got 19? the rights when he was yeah. like nineteen. In he was the early nineties. He was such a young go getter for to it to get together, but. You know, I know that he had the rights to Dungeons and Dragons, but and and the rights that I'm going to talk about are probably vastly, vastly different. But in a Dungeons and Dragons movie, I want Faerun. I want to see Waterdeep. I want to see Lady Illustrial of Silvery Moon take me to ten towns up in Icewind Dale. Maybe Soaring Spirit, Catterley's Cathedral. But no. But no. <laughs> Let's go to the fake city of Izmir, the fake empire of Izmir, ruled by a council of... And you know what? That's fine. I, I, that that I can back with the story. Ruled <laughs> ruled by a story of mages homebrew. It, it, well, it starts out like a bad homebrew session. It's like, you know, there's a fire over here. Well, let's just go... <laughs> let's just go start stealing shit from the school of magic. Did like, you know that dragon blood mixed with water <laughs> immediately ignites? Uh, and I mean, they do end up in a sewer within like the first 10, 15 minutes, <sighs> but they didn't kill any rats, which I nope. feel that should have been like an homage. Everybody starts out killing rats somewhere. I also love the fact that like, just like any good, you know, made for TV sci-fi movie or made for TV fantasy movie, or again, just like any like homebrew D&D game. The bad guy, your big bad, has somehow a secret base right under the magic I, I, school. And the set for that is not bad. That intro, it's not bad. I mean, they, you've got the occultists in their yes. robes. It is, it is Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> but the the also in the same scene, uh, the biggest issue with the movie is the technology was quite. Not quite up to par, and I mean, what was the what was the dragon movie they did with? Uh, they, had to, Dragonheart? they had to rush it. Oh, nineteen ninety six Dragonheart. Let's go! If you could do Dragonheart with dragons like that, I am the last one. We've got we've got the worst fucking dragons because they didn't have the budget. They only had a budget for thirty million, and they had to rush the animation. Do you know where most of the budget went for CGI? Jeremy that, Irons. That, oh, no. no, that battle <laughs> scene at the end. But Jeremy Irons is the uh, top build actor, and the only reason why Jeremy Irons did this is because he had to pay off the taxes for a castle. 
Okay, but we we have jumped all the way to the tortillas and the carne asada. We have not yet rolled out the bean footage. Are we not doing that? Are we not even doing bean footage anymore? Is this 2023 and we're just not doing it? We're doing it. We'll do the damn bean footage. The child is not fit to govern an empire. The forces of darkness. You can control dragons. With the dragon army at my command, I can crush the Empress. This has got to be some twisted magic experiment gone seriously wrong. Have threatened to conquer a kingdom. What can I do to stop Profion? If you can obtain the Rod of Savril, you could control red dragons. I suggest we lay low, let the whole thing blow over, come back, rob everybody. There, there's one small problem. Problem? I kind of committed us to find it. Let their blood rain from Asgard! Trust me. I hate when you say that! Don't touch that! Kill them slowly. You finish the maze, you win the prize. must complete this task alone. You know, I love the way you track. Uh, uh. I'll get Marina, you get the map. How you get the girl and I get a map? We gotta work out some new plans. I want them found. Do you really think you can steal my destiny? Be careful. You too. Holy. Ugh, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. Okay, I take I take it all back. Uh, Everybody, roll. No, you've made the roll. You've made the roll. Roll a constitution save. Save or die. So watching this two times in the span of a week, I Utah. So, you talk. Take you talk. Give it two. Take two. Give it two. I lost something with these rewatches. This was it hope <laughs> or love for the so Drew I I weirdly re- can understand where you're coming from because this was a movie that like before my pick of uh, one of the segments that we'll get into later on this was that movie where uh, you almost like make excuses for and just go like no 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 it's you guys dude it's 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 not that bad. it's not that bad at all in fact it's it's amazing. <laughs> And then later on, when you have to watch it two times for a podcast, you realize this is horrible. This is it's this is beyond like it's rough. Do you, 
rough. Do you know the saving grace of the year 2000 as to why this is probably not the worst film out of 2000? Battlefield it's Earth? It's because Battlefield <laughs> Earth came out as well. <laughs> I mean, that's a close shave either way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Battlefield Earth had better uh, casting, honestly. You had better actors in Battlefield Earth. Well, this, you have Jeremy Irons. You have, yes, you have... Um, bargain Ben Will Wheaton. Bargain, <laughs> bargain <laughs> Ben Will Wheaton. The $5 grab bag. Zoe McClellan. Uh, Who, she, Wayne. she goes on to do she, way more she, stuff. She, American Beauty. She oh, you're talking yeah. Thora Birch. Now, uh, oh, and then uh, no, no, you're talking. Oh, you're yeah. talking Thora Birch. <laughs> now, Bruce Payne. Go Bruce Payne was already an established like British TV actor. So I mean, th- like, which one was he? Demidor. He was Demodar. He was Blue Lips. Why Demidor. with the Blue Lips? I don't know. Like, and it's and so weird if, of a if choice. They were going for sort of like a like a Dune Mentat, like the Sappho juice. The Sappho's the warning. The it's saying is the so warning. Peculiar. There's no real reason that no. they don't go into it. And then as you were talking about, let's just hit this now. <laughs> as you were talking about before we start the show, in the monster manual, there's no like Star Trek creepy headstock thing. I don't know what he did. It's like all he did was zap him, and suddenly the creature was like like inside the his head. Of the magic in this is zap, zap. Well, yeah, there's there's zap. like chain lightning, and it's weird because and then like, there's it's... like paralyze, and then force push. Like that's what that's what Profion it. Yeah, and, and teleport. <laughs> yeah, or, and... or teleport or yeah, like dimension but, door. But tele but teleport. Like when they teleport after Marlon Wayans dies, yeah. Like she shuts the door, but when they teleport at the very beginning at the magic school, she just, leaves she it just open. Leaves that butthole <laughs> wide open. Yeah, <laughs> she leaves the dimension door open, and it's I don't know. It's it's odd the the spell choice, and obviously they can't use like I didn't think that they were actually using like name brand stuff. And what's also peculiar is that whenever that she is casting, you know, the dimension door to go to someplace else, she's yelling where they're going. She's like <laughs> to the market. Well, we don't, Mom. Uh, can we get some dimension door? We have dimension door at home, and here we door at home. But but without that that shitty dimension door at the beginning, we wouldn't get the sort of off the cuff intro of the dwarf. Okay. Let's, just, he's just sort, on, of, let's, he's just let's sort go. of thrown in there. You don't know if he's going to be part of let's the go or back. Not. Let's go back real quick to the, to the magic school when they're breaking in, because this is, this is Ridley's like, I'm going to get back at the system. Yeah, so, but they're murder hoboing. But the, yeah, without no the murder. murdering, they're they're, they're just stealing. Hoboing. And you know what it is? Mar- Marlon Wayans exhibits the exact attitude of like a murder hobo kind of energy because he's like walking around and he's knocking stuff over and he turns around. And he's like snails. What are you doing? He's like he's like Steve Martin I, from the jerk. What? He's like, what do you got? Or what do you got there? The it's a dragon tooth. The, uh, I just need this magic, <laughs> right? This scroll, and now that's all I need. Don't you love that? What is that? It's a dragon tooth. Put it back. What about what now about you gold dragon, dragon tooth? Put it back. What about what about gold dragon tooth? And it, he's he wants anything and everything. They don't even know what they're going to be stealing. They're just going around grabbing things. Which later on, his like you know sticky finger with mentality <laughs> only pays off with. <laughs> <laughs> it only pays off one time, which I think is hilarious. But like breaking into the school, okay? They he activates a uh, like a hollow dragon emitter. And then I love the the old advisor. He's like, "Oh, one of the one of the lab animals must have gotten out again." 
If you look in the like background, your dog got into the dog food or something. It's not even real animals in the cages. It's clearly like little puppets they made because one creature in the, in the cage is, is like shaking but, but, back and forth. Right, so it it does start out with the murder hobo. Like the DM is says, "Hey, you know this palace or whatever is on fire. Sure, what do you do? Let's go rob the school of magic. Yeah, yeah. So I can get behind that." Yeah, I that's fine. I could I same thing. Now I thought originally this was swords and sorcery. I didn't realize it was magic and sorcery. Yeah. Cause the sword part of it, very lackey. Oh, yeah. Fair I think the first time if that he like takes out his sword is to uh whop the hourglass in the like the thieves. He guild. checks the, the traps and <laughs> we'll 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 get to the thieves go thing because I have some like comments on that. Swinging it with intent. Yeah. Now I mean, okay, I know, I'm, right, no, I'm trying to think. I'm like, okay. You just I'm be trying to, to think of when the sword actually <laughs> makes its first uh, unsheathing. But yeah, if this was something like sword and sorcery, I, it definitely would have been like like Conan. It would it would have been something better. I need a pan. I need a camel punched. I need him. You know. Seducing a succubus, leaving the magic school now to the dwarf. I love that he emerges from a trash heap next to a sign that's like next to the bar that says, I get very no. believable. Like some dude who's never played sure. Dungeons and Dragons before is like, you find me in the trash heap. Okay. So Lee Ehrenberg plays the dwarf and I, he is my favorite character what? in the movie itself because I mean, not only you do I, <laughs> not only do I love dwarves in D and D period, but if anybody does not know Lee Ehrenberg, he plays the one pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean who, you know, doesn't have the wonky eye. Yeah. He pokes his eye and he's like, hello, puppet. And hello, she's all like, Polly, he's, he's, he's like, good. I know the code. So he's that pirate. I like him. I, all right, he breaks the first rule of dwarves. Boom. He's not speaking in a Welsh or a Scottish <laughs> accent, which which is off-putting. And then when they are in like the tavern, was anybody else finding him eating <laughs> very, very unsettling? Oh, and I mean, yeah. like I get like the meat right off the bone, but he just had like he just had like a meat <laughs> flap on his chin he during just, this. Like it, he had flaps of chicken just like sitting on his beard, and then I love when he's describing. He's like, it's like, no, what so do I got I to lose on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> what do I got to lose? I, I I stab him. I stab him. He's stabbing the air with the chicken leg. Very off. I don't know. I like him. I like from the beginning when they fire the arrow and it knocks off his cap, and he does the whole like. Okay, my. I think where the root of this distaste for this movie comes from is it comes down to the writing. So Topper Lillian, Carol Cartwright, and even well, Gary Gygax, okay. quote unquote game. How dare you? It's like you guys took the, the player handbook, read through it one time and one time only, and just tried to remember like key parts of it and went, okay, uh, they said something about Dimension Door. Got it. Um, I think there was something about thieves and oh, a dwarf and, a, and a, an elf, like a ranger. Let's put that in. It's so piss poor writing. Just on the story-wise, but then you have the writing of the actual, like, actors, the dialogue, which we will we will get into Jeremy Irons the dialogue and the is absolute bad. yucking it up the, that he does. 
the the chew the chewing of the scene the costuming the costuming in this film also it looks like a really well done high school play yeah okay i'll take that that's that's very accurate uh, minus damodar even in the bar scene like you don't notice any identifiable creatures from D&D, maybe an orc. And those are not orcs that I'm familiar give with. Give me give me just a couple of spells like like magic missile. Or Boom. one one of my favorites is shocking grasp. My wife likes to call it tickle touch. Oh. Uh but, but or like give us there was not a wee one, scalpin. Not one dark elf. Not one. It's not it's the budget. So, it's won't be installed until Tuesday. If Star Trek was on your bingo card, Nathan. <laughs> Nathan just did a Star Trek reference. Wow. Don't wait, okay. for, the, don't wait for the translation. Answer me <laughs> now. Thank you. Thank you, generations. <laughs> it's, well, Thora Birch yeah. is a bitch the, for the even. The worst actor. And for even saying, mm, isn't this a game for those nerdy dumb kids and it's like i'm sorry why are you acting in a movie for she'd these? never heard of it she had yeah. never heard of D until she did this movie jeremy irons didn't even know what it was he just agreed to it because he had the time and i'm pretty sure from barlett wade's acting because he, he was real fish out of water not in a good way he didn't know what the fuck he was in either it's if it's you, just so odd. well because like okay so the directing came down to literally the director who also helped with the writing and then coppola and oh, then Coppola and J and okay, Coppola and James Cameron were like somehow like listed as potential directors for this. And, and they're like, no, you've got the rights, and uh, you're cheap, so you direct it. I think the thing that is like so disappointing for the fact that it is New Line Cinema doing this film is that a year later we get the Fellowship of the Ring, and it's like, man, thank God you recovered from this. Well, <laughs> it's like the knock, like the like the uh, Indian knockoff of like uh, like KFC that you see in like New Delhi. It's like it's even got the like a Colonel like Sanders figure. But New Line wasn't the, like they recovered, but there was a company that did not recover thanks to good old Lorraine Williams, who if I could just say this was your son, Tommy. You should have protected. <laughs> you should have protected him. This was D and D is so precious to so many people. And give me the fucking bees, <laughs> <laughs> you bitches! <laughs> Killing this movie won't bring your honey back. Uh, I I think it's I think it's so good to and 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 it wasn't at the time that I chose that I was going to do this. It wasn't the time that this was actually happening in the age right now. I don't know if you're both aware with uh, Wizards of the Coast trying to Oh, retract. this is very appropriate oh, right now. Right now, it's and very appropriate. just within the past couple of weeks. Yeah, just the past couple of weeks. They're trying to, like, salvage, repair, take back, say that they didn't say this. This was, quote-unquote, leaked with the OGL license. Yeah. And... Well, and the fucked up part is, let's say that uh, you and I wrote a module... 20 years ago and people were buying it off the internet for a dollar a dollar a download now they want if you've made a certain amount of money off of that yeah they want a, like a 25 percent like tithe <laughs> so it's the people who are making over seven hundred thousand dollars a year on any type of material and it's the big people it's people like 
Cobalt Press or uh, and, and Critical Role. Hasbro. Well, Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> and so, like, they want to do that. Now, here's the thing. The 25%, that was that was in the original, like, quote-unquote leaked, you know, test drive. This is, we just want to get your opinion, people. But they're, they're man. This is like the uh, Supreme Court draft leak. It's so, it's so bad on their part. And so the thing is, is that anything that was under the OGL original license is completely safe. It's new stuff that would come out that they could take a, a good chunk from. The thing is, is that there's wording in, in the 1.1. Now they're on to 2.1. But the original wording in the 1.1 is that they could fluctuate the 25% to any number they want. And then they could take your material, resell it, do anything they want with it, and you could not sue them. And it's it's so bonkers. It's just a cash grab. It, oh, no, of course it is. Because... Because Watsi is like are, drowning and and not able to save themselves, they totally don't have the money and, to and survive. Don't get me wrong, I love Dungeons and Dragons, but Dungeons and Dragons, I also feel has sort of kind of shit the bed the past couple decades with um, five and people. Well, just in general, I feel that Pathfinder Second Edition right now is the better system. It's got. Way more as far as class and race options. Um, where Dungeons and Dragons feels like it's a little bit more hemmed in these days. Watsi is making interesting decisions with D&D, not 5e, but with D&D 1, which is the sixth edition, obviously. They're changing so many things. They're changing the fact that like... New Coke. <laughs> oh, no, this is beyond New Coke. They're taking... So it's no longer... There's no longer races, Okay. Did you oh, did you know that? Please don't tell there's me no that longer, they're going this path. No. There's no longer races, it's species. What? Okay. So there's no longer races, it's species of creatures. Well, I mean the Okay. They're taking away other stuff for starting classes, uh like backgrounds don't give like certain bonuses anymore for things. It's it's interesting to see like how they're trying to change things up and it's I don't know. This Plus the drama with the OGL. And I mean, a bunch of the drama with the OGL doesn't, I mean, obviously it doesn't bother us or me because I don't create my own content and anything that I do have, I've already purchased and I'll homebrew and I'll run it as is. But a lot of it is going to be configuring on the virtual tabletop, which I granted I have done for a multiple amount of times in the past, but I, I'd, I'd much rather be in person, obviously. Virtual tabletop's not going to bother me, but... And you don't want to get Cheeto dust all over your keyboard. <laughs> all over my keyboard. So, yeah, it's it's kind of appropriate that this movie is coming out right now. And also, of course, with the hype of the mm -hmm. new D&D movie coming out with Chris Pine and uh, Hugh they Grant. They have an owlbear. You know they what? They have a I'm, fucking owlbear. I'm so excited. I'm excited for it. Okay. Yes. They have a cave troll. They have a cave troll. Here's the thing that people are already upset about with that part of the trailer, though, Nathan, is that their druid character somehow changes into the owlbear and then changes back to her normal shape. So people are like in an uproar of the trailer. They're all like, druids can't wild shape into an owlbear. That's not something they can do. There's already problems. Fuck them. <laughs> so... D&D &D 2000, I, I, I'm still on board, 
and uh, rather happy now that this is the choice and kind of happy that things are happening because go around this the can give some hype. Let's go around the circle. And everyone trap. do one hot take <laughs> that uh, the other ones can go can ooh and ah over and disagree or whatever. But like, what is your hot take of this film? One hot take of this film. Yep. Just random from your chest. Get it out. Uh, Here, I'll start. I'll start. Okay, I'll yeah. start. You start. Richard, Richard O'Brien. As much as I hate the whole character and everything about it, it works so well when he does the, who the hell is he? Who the the hell hell are you? I love Richard O'Brien as the Thieves Guild uh, leader. I think he's so appropriate for it. But again, much like how- He's a horrible actor. (laughs) It's Richard O'Brien. He doesn't need, he doesn't need your fucking approval. Exactly. (laughs) He wrote Rocky Horror. But here's the thing. As much as like Battlefield Earth, again, like I said, had better casting, the casting in this film is such a hodgepodge of like, who the fuck can we randomly get? Your your grandfather elf who heals Ridley in the elf village is fucking Tom Baker, Doctor Who. Ladies and gentlemen, on your bingo cards, (laughs) Doctor Who references from Drew shoehorned into a film. (laughs) Jack uh, sitting on a sonic screwdriver and rotating, if that's on your fucking bingo card. Um, Okay, I, I will say the fact of a hot take for this film. The sequel to this movie far exceeds this movie Ba-boom! itself. Hot take. I, I, I like the sequel so much better. It actually feels more like a D&D movie. It plays out like more like a D&D movie. And you do have Damodar return for the sequel. With the lipstick? I can't remember. Um, it feels like this uh, is he might have the vital need to know <laughs> no information. But he does return and it's a, be- it's a better movie. It's actually, it's a far better movie. Now, the third... Uh, you're 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 swimming into waters I haven't charted. <laughs> I was unaware that there was a sequel, let sequel alone a a third one. Yeah, the sequel is better. Christ, um, <laughs> he's like Jack, hot your take, hot take, hot fucking take. <laughs> he's like I had to watch um, this. All right, so the hot take is like you know when um, your mom she gets sort of like. Uh, when you're growing up, she gets excited for you about something that you've suddenly found interest in, but she takes it like the complete opposite way. Like, all right, how many how many Dungeons and Dragons sessions does a dragon actually make an appearance? They're few and far between. Yeah, because dragons are fucking terrified and powerful. True. Uh, let alone just all the dragons, all the fucking dragons just. Just flying around, like killing like, each other. Just <laughs> willy nilly. It's like the memes where the guy asks for like echo extra pickles on his uh, on his <laughs> quarter pounder with cheese, and he opens the box, and you just see the bun and just pickles. Pickles everywhere. Like you, they went overboard on the whole dragons <laughs> thing. Yeah, I know it's in the name, but that's, exactly. 
It's it's implied. We, we technically had multiple we, dragons. We don't need hundreds of One very dungeon? shittily <laughs> CG animated. And then like they ripped off and drew. You'll probably be like, oh, the the homage at the beginning when the they fucking ran the dragon. Yes, the dragon. Oh no. <laughs> I wasn't going to homage anything. I'll tell you right now, they stole so much for this film. Like, okay. They, but if they're going to do that, they need to have like, like the fat pot bellied dragon keeper in the background. Like, you know, like, like doing his, doing his little cry thing, being, being comforted. Uh, or for just dragons movie, like as they are running through, you know, the town or whatever. Like, just do, like, a pan off to the side of some people in a tavern that are playing. Like, you don't really see everything that's going on, but there's a screen. Throw a little meta in there and, uh, you know, a little tongue-in-cheek. But this tried to... It seemed like it was like, we're going to make the fuck out of this Dungeons & Dragons movie. But then it just got shit Also, out. bar fights do not start with just... Flipping over one table and yelling "bar fight," yelling that doesn't happen. Fight. What you see, one guy off to the side, he like lunged, he <laughs> jumped at Nathan. another guy. <laughs> Nathan, next time you come to uh, California for a visit, we are going yes. to a Let's restaurant to the or a bar <laughs> and just screaming. We're just bar gonna, fight. like like at five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. No, like or oh, like, yeah. a, like a shitty family. I'm talking like BJ's Brewery. <laughs> We're like, you flip a table, you're just like bar fight, and they're I'm like, sorry, sir, was was there something wrong with the table? It, I'm I'm so confused. Why would you flip it? I'll come dressed as the dwarf and then look at Nathan very like concerningly, going like, oh come on now, you need yourself a 250 pound dwarf woman with hair you can hang on to. Ah, ah, ah. I was thinking, what do I got to lose? <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, like uh, yes, there is there is sorcery and there's there's wonder and there's a fair amount of whimsy, I dare say, whimsy, like Thor Birch's underacting, a lot of hardcore <laughs> violence, which this movie was lacking. I mean, one of my favorite Dungeons the Dragons movie is or Dungeons the Dragons moments in a session, uh, which was actually a Pathfinder session, by the way, uh, was Cody. TJ was DMing. Uh, Cody and I had caught a guy that we were going to interrogate and Cody asked TJ, what's the DC to break his jaw? I mean, we, we, we also carried a dead body through the, through one of the dungeons, just throwing it in front of us to set traps on, piss the hell out of TJ. Oh, sure. sure. Uh, until like, we just had like this, like eviscerated bag of meat by the time we were done so like let's get a little of like let's you know i dungeons and dragons is not a kid's game kids can play it kids can play it. kids yeah. can play it uh but but in, unless you're like the girl who wears the fairy wings to your session you're not there for like the wand i'm into streamers. i'm like, wearing my ears this is this is my unicorn wand it's you like it's like no we're gonna murder every kobold <laughs> in this place you're gonna kill their children too fuck yes we one, are one moment i absolutely love from a game from one of my friends and his name is billy god bless him r.i.p he one of my favorite moments ever is he looked to me and he said Hey, can you dodge a fireball? And I was like, yeah, I can do it. Why? Why? <laughs> and the next thing I know, the room is in flames because he threw a fireball. Thank God I could dodge it. But 
again, it, it's the shenanigans of things like that that make things just so fun. I just want to know why at the very end all the mages are hurling fireballs at the dragons. What are they're they? Dragons. They're dragons. What the do you f- think the fire's going to hurt you? No. You trying to put out a flood with water? I do love though that you they are they are actually holding true to the idea that, you know, Actual chromatic dragons. Tradition. Aim for the wings, going. Aim for the wings, wings <laughs> But like the chromatic dragons are good, and then you actually have the red dragons are being on the side of bad, which is exactly canon. But I, okay, in the thieves guild, let's understand that every single trap that he tested, all three. Oh, he he stuck out his hand, and suddenly. Uh, like they're sticking sticking out his hand and suddenly like, oh, the trap is sprung. Oh, does that look interesting? Does that look similar, Mr. Jones? I think so. Does he step, does he walk into the room and he steps on something and fire flings through? Oh, does he have to only step on the eye and, you know, to make his way across the room? Jehovah starts with an eye. Jehovah has an eye. Jehovah starts with an eye. And then he goes to the other room. Does anyone speak English here? Perhaps ancient Greek. And then the ceiling starts lowering down. I'm like, oh, this is this is Indy. Indy looking through my favorite moment in Temple of Doom when he's looking through the crack at the girl. And he's like, we are going to die. <laughs> and that's when he hits the uh, the timer. And at that point, you're all like, oh, thank God. You couldn't possibly copy anything else. All right, go on and get your son of a bitch. <laughs> because like, in the room, it's exactly set up. It's, 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 it's like blatant copying. Three, okay, so there's this Thieves Guild, and they have this ruby that's available as like the prize concession, and no one has figured out how to beat three fucking traps that are so so basic it's almost like the most lazy dm was like okay um dude getting into bro, the chamber got- of secrets was harder than than defeating this thieves guild okay so you uh, you know for a fact that like he he must have built his thieves guild around this like undefeatable maze and for him it's the it's the center draw of attraction. It's like kids going to fucking Disneyland and trying it's to like pull Legends the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, 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 the, the sword but there's no, the, the uh, no shrine of the Silver Monkey. You leave There's no shrine of the Silver Monkey. There's no, no blue barracudas. <laughs> you leave Omex. Good name. Out your mouth. Omex. Put sixty seconds on the clock. On the oh, clock. Omex. Oh, <laughs> the <yeah>. clock. <laughs> All right. Uh, one one more throwback anecdote. So. There was a uh, a session that Cody had had DM'd, uh, and we had to go. It was it, I think he ripped off one of the uh, the intros from one of the other uh, modules where you have to go into this goblin cave that's behind a waterfall, mm-hmm. and he cleared out the goblin cave. Well, Cody had like a goblin nursery that was just guarded by like this old crone of a goblin, <laughs> and oh, he no. asked us many times like, "What are you gonna do? Are you gonna kill it?" <laughs> All right, what, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave the goblin kids? Or are you going to kill them too? Of course, we murdered everybody in this cave. <laughs> so then Cody had our characters haunted by <laughs> the ghosts of dead yes! goblin children. Absolutely. And that, like, that's just, that is the wonder of D&D, which this We're movie Gooby completely and Gobby. I, I had the... <laughs> 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 I had a similar thing with uh, a group of my students. 
they were going through a dungeon and they come to an area where it is like a nursery and all that's there are like the female goblins and children. And I'm like, what do you guys do? And they're like, oh, we go in and we kill everybody. And after they murder like 45 goblin women and children, they're like, hey, how much XP do we get? And I'm like, you get nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. It literally says it in the module. You get nothing but shame. Uh, but I do love that, uh, you know, he's been waiting this entire time for someone to get the dragon's eye. And I'll tell you right now. Your friend is waiting the, for you. The Don't oh, question. Don't question. So thankful gift. that there is an alternate ending to the movie. Yeah, well, I didn't see that. That's so fine. I'd also... So Nora is like is is weird when she tells the dwarf like oh no we're not there aka we're not written into this part of the story they, they must and we do would this themselves and I'm like it's what? not foretold bitch is not what where did this come from where it's just like oh hey uh we can't really write anything in for you guys to like help them out so just stay back and say that it's you know part of all destiny and plan and we'll all buy that no no. No! So, I, I, I wish that they had just cast the... She would have been a woman at this point, but cast the person that played the Empress from um, The NeverEnding Story. The childlike Empress? As the Empress in this one, because they basically just ripped her off. Say my name! <laughs> they might have, they might have, she might as well have been like Empress Alora Dannon or some shit. It, Don't even get me started on Will. Uh, when they... I found it so weird that, like, she tells snails, like, okay, if we cut through the forest, we can head them off and we can, you know, get a head start around them. And my, and like, obviously, the dramatic irony as an audience member, we're all like, but he's stationed in a the castle. The Jeremy irony? The Jeremy irony. Mm. <laughs> but it's like, he's in a castle. He's not going anywhere. The fact that she says, like, oh, they must do this on their own is very odd. Although I do love the moment where they're looking over the edge and they're at the castle and he's all like, Ridley, look, beholders. And there's like four beholders being used as like guard dogs. And I'm thinking to myself, first off, not canon. Beholders do not like being around their own kind. They like being solitary and keeping their shit. Also, the beholder that falls asleep <laughs> on guard duty, there's, which is directly either, either Futurama ripped it off or they ripped it off from Futurama because there's that one episode where they sneak into the bureaucratic headquarters and the beholder wakes up after being snuck by. But it's just there are fun things in the movie. There are fun things like when Snails steps onto the quicksand rug. That actually might be one of the best like visual effect or whatever you want to call it, practical effects right? that the whole movie has like i'm like wait is that oatmeal that's amazing I th <laughs> right i thought it was kind of neat but so many things that are like a nod to other movies and tv shows like granted i get it but watching tom baker heal ridley in the elven you know treehouse i'm like you're just elron like a year late <laughs> or a year early i mean bargain bin elron bargain bin elron tom baker <laughs> but yeah, there's there's so much that went wrong. There's so much that, again, it's so bad, but I still enjoy a good aspect of it. But it, it's it's just bad. I want to know also why a, uh, a rod that controls dragons is just willy nilly 
being left to an empress. I want to know where did this rarest of rare epic artifacts is being left to a child? Because she wants peace and prosperity and unity for commoners peace and on mages. Earth. The child. The child. Kaya. I want, I want like a clip. <laughs> I want like a clip that's edited of like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. And instead of saying like, shut up, Meg, I just want to be like, shut up, mage. <laughs> we gathered this plot in the forest. Segmentes. Uh, segments. Mm. I, I will note that Nathan was very happy with uh, Snails' death. That, well, you <laughs> know, really satisfying really death. Die, though, that's the gift. Go to your, go to your friend. The dramatic Shadow, scream. Shadows. No. Who will help me carry him? <laughs> no one, because left he left his body head. there. <laughs> Sorry, Snails. <laughs> they, they left Snails there. Yeah. All right. Segments. Segments. I couldn't think of three. I only I only got two because we've had a lot of D and D kind of like related uh, talks. The first segment. <laughs> so there's no denying that Jeremy Irons takes the trophy for chewing up the scenery and overacting throughout the entire film. But he's not the only actor who could possibly be considered for this feat in a movie. What is another example that you have or hate of a character in a film that totally overacted every second they were on screen? I have a number one and an honorable mention. My honorable mention is uh, Eddie Red Redmayne from Jupiter Ascending. What about the girl? Still alive. We double our security deployment to destroy any ship that comes near the planet. <laughs> My mother. My mother told me what was necessary to rule in this universe. By killing people? I create life! And I destroy it. Uh, the man... <laughs> the man is... Is such a good I actor. this planet. <laughs> but, like, he goes so hard. As, um... Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder uh, tells Ben Stiller's character, never go full retard. And that's what that's what he does. <laughs> he goes so hard, like, I'm going to be just, just like... Simple Jack! <laughs> I got a good brain. It, he goes so oh, hard, <laughs> iconic villain, that it's like, no, you've gone too... You're too far. No. Too much. So... That would be my my honorable mention. My number one, though, Matthew Lillard in Wing Commander takes it hands down. Hey, give me a medic. Give me a medic. Give me, hey, someone give me a rescue flow. Give me a rescue flow. Give me a medic. No. Give me a medic. Give me a rescue flow. No. She's outside the airlock. You go do that. Feel your history. All right. Give me a shoot. Somebody give me a shoot. Unbelievably oh, bad acting over the top. Wing Commander. Well Boom. done, sir. 
Oh, that's that's great. And that's a terrible movie, too. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Coming up on Drew's next Electric pick. Movie. No. Wing I'm Commander. On sci-fi. Watch. Nathan's going to be all like, hey, Wing Commander, well, I have wait, my... You've got sci-fi. You've got sci-fi. Coming up, Nathan. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm, I'm going to grab uh, Desiree Gould from Sleepaway Camp and she has a very small role and she plays Aunt Martha and she's at the be she's at part of the beginning where they're being sent off to camp and she's all like Hurry sweeties we don't want to be late for the boss Goodness no no that wouldn't do at all Richard Angela Oh here you are Look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that nice of me, hmm? Any chips? Why, of course. I believe there's a whole bag. Okay, don't forget your, you know, permission slips. And be sure to keep an eye on for her. Watch out. Don't want bad things to happen. No. No, that wouldn't be good. It's just, it's so campy and overacted. It's so iconic for the film itself and just for the character who has such a short screen time. And I, have, I just love it every time. But man, Jeremy Irons in this. Sets the bar. Oh, it's, it's so. The only reason to watch the movie So at this good. Point. An honorable mention, I think, would be Raul Julia in Street Fighter as. Uh, <laughs> uh, M. Bison. M. Bison. <laughs> Still refuse to accept my godhood. Keep your own god. In fact, this might be a good time to pray to him. For I beheld Satan and he fell from heaven like lightning. So true. All right. So, um, my uh, hate. <laughs> uh, and it, so Ben Affleck's Batman. Ooh. Why did you say that name? Oh God! Why did you say that name, Martha? <laughs> Martha. Like his whole stint as as Batman. It's his mother's name. It was. It was. It was a bit. Tell me, do you bleed? Like okay, Affleck. Let's. It's still let's going though, right? Tone it down a little He's bit. He's still. And then. No. No. Well, I think he makes no because if they release the Flash movie, <laughs> no. oh, I don't. Uh, from, I don't know. There is going to be an old Batman played by Michael oh. Keaton. Yes, uh, that yes. is confirmed. If we even see that movie, uh, due to fucking the what's his and name with, and with an old Batman, there bullshit. there was the immediate possibility of a Batman Beyond film possibly happening. Uh, my old favorite old Batman, still Peter Weller. Voiced mm. by Peter Weller. Um, and that also goes hand in hand with Jared Ooh. Leto's Joker. <sighs> like the Edgelord Joker, you know, I, my, one of my favorite Jokers, you know, everyone's like, oh, Heath Ledger. And that is you a, watch it. Yeah. that is a great fucking Joker. My childhood, you know, Fruity Pebbles was Jack Nicholson playing the Joker in the original Batman. Like slapstick and just over the top, like that was some good scenery chewing. So, to my my uh, my first choice now is probably a movie. I don't know if Nathan's seen it. Drew, you may have seen it. 
<clears throat> it's an old one. But it checks out? I watch it about once a year. It checks out. It's an old code. But it's a movie with Peter O'Toole and Catherine Hepburn. Uh, it's 1968's The Lion in Winter, which is based I off know of it. a screenplay. <clears throat> I know it. And Peter O'Toole and Catherine Hepburn play... Uh, Peter O'Toole plays um, King Henry II. And it's uh, dealing with the, the secession of their three sons. Who's going to inherit the throne? And uh, one of the sons is played by uh, a very young Anthony Hopkins. Real young. Uh, it's got a young Timothy Dalton in it, too. But Catherine Hepburn and Peter O'Toole are just chewing the scenery the entire movie. How beautiful you make me. What might Solomon have sung had he seen this? I can't. I turned to salt. I've lost again. I'm done for this time. Well, there'll be other Christmases. I'd hang you from the nipples, but you'd shock the children. They kissed sweetly, didn't they? I'll have him next time. I can wait. Ah, there you are. My comfort and my company. Like, I feel like they should just have martinis in their hands during <laughs> the entire movie it's got great dialogue and just just wonderful <clears throat> like the plot sucks but the dialogue huh bar none mm. uh so if you ever get a chance it's not it's you know it's not action-packed you know, it is it is based off of a play uh but it is it is great great fun it needs to be watched late at night preferably with a glass of fair fun. enough all right well, segment two. How was this a year before Lord of the Rings? Now, it can easily be, easily be said, and it has been, that this depiction of Dungeons and Dragons was incredibly disappointing and possibly considered one of the worst, it is, films of 2000. Can you think of another disappointing film that was based on something you absolutely love and had high hopes for? I will start off with the adaptation of Stephen King's The Dark Tower. <laughs> I. Oh, Idris Elba couldn't save that. Matthew I, McConaughey I loved, reconnaissance couldn't save I that. I loved the idea of Idris Elba, uh, you know, playing the role. But God, the script was just bad. Like you could see that it had obviously the building of like open worlds and you know continuing films and whatnot the dark tower just needs to be like an hbo series 100 that's that's the only 100%. way it's going to to really i i agree get everything i 100 agree the series is so dense and there's so many books and they're like they're at points they're like time yeah. hopping yeah shit i i think and as an honorable mention also because 
I liked the movie or sorry, I, I, I liked the book. I like teaching the book as well. Um, it's almost a tie, but it's okay. uh, Lois Laurie's The Giver and Ernest Klein's Ready Player One. Um, Ready Player One, I read it. I enjoyed it, but I knew it was bad writing. Yeah, uh, it was basically just like. It's like uh, like going going to the movies with a date, and you know she sneaks her hand under the popcorn and starts mm. a little little old fashioned in the back row of the movie theater. Uh, but with that said, with that said, um, it just was not good. It, I, the movie itself, because they change every challenge, they it change. Was, yeah, Lord Dungeons and Dragons was in that. Uh, the first the, the whole uh, Stephen King, uh, The Shining, I, that, that now, had nothing. That was not. Now, granted, I understand why the changes were made, because some of them are not financially possible, I think. But the kiddies aren't going to stay in the references. Others, I think, are better because obviously you can't have one challenge where he acts out the entire movie of war games. Like, no one's going to sit down for that. That's fine. So switch it off for something else. But the fact that they took out the Tomb of Horrors... I was so looking forward to the fact that that could have been possible. Now, the adaptation of The Giver, I don't know. They change things left and right. They 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 switch out the fact that he's literally a kid and they, they have like this 18-year-old boy and whatever, whatever. They change a lot. And okay, I think I was enough. just disappointed with some ad- ad- adaptations for uh, book-wise. Uh, I've got two. I've got uh, I've got an honorable mention and a, a regular one. Uh, the regular one... Oh, I'm sorry. The yes, the regular one um, was a book that I read when I was in middle school and I read it first and I ended up passing it around to my friends in middle school and they all read it and we just thought it was the best thing ever. It was called Youth in Revolt by C.D. Payne and (laughs) it was just it's the perfect book for the teen that that, that 12 13 year old age because they're talking about <laughs> edgy stuff sure and uh you know like get, getting some second yeah. base and you know get so go excited because it like spanks off in the bathroom like it's skeleton like it's, it's for for yeah but it was it was the first book that i read that was greater than 500 pages uh and in 2009, they did a movie adaptation with Michael Sarah that just shit all over hmm. the original premise of the book. And Ooh. honestly, again, it should have been two or three movies, but they condensed it all down into one. And okay. I just, hmm. I, I hated it <laughs> so much, <laughs> so fucking much. Um <laughs> The other one, uh, and this is this is a little bit more recent, and I think we talked about this in a previous episode not too you long did. ago. But the recent Netflix adaptation oh, that's of right. um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, you know what? I, we didn't. We talked about it at Hamsmith. Yeah, completely eviscerated the end of the movie and the point of the book. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, folks, uh, I'm not going to go into what that ending is, but. Uh, it's not the one in that Netflix adaptation. It's a it's a perfectly fine World War One movie. It but it is not the it's not anti war book. book that you know has been banned uh, and and was burned by by Hitler. Uh, so um, that really pissed me off. Really grinds my gears. It does. <laughs> Mine 
I believe firmly trumps both of yours, and I would put it up against Ooh. anything and everything because this is the entire culmination of everything that I loved was hyped for, and then well, come on, no, I've got tell us, you I, fucking free grazer. <laughs> oh, come on, if you're coming. World of Warcraft had oh you know what had it all that's pretty that's it had pretty everything lined up i knew that 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 movie was going to come up during this i episode. don't know why i didn't suspect that from him but it makes it, perfect sense agreed it absolutely shattered my soul because it was like they just were like ah, you know what we we get it we're gonna do it right guys and no they did it wrong on so many levels on so many aspects and they just couldn't it was a gym routine that they couldn't even like stick the landing they couldn't even like do a floor it was horrible it was everywhere Ugh. i i think because that did so poorly like we're not gonna get a starcraft film oh yeah no absolutely it's literally i think did what this movie almost did which was kill you know what it did you know what it did it did exactly what black adam did and it's set up for a sequel, and we're not going to get a sequel because Black Adam was not that great. And they said, hey, bye, Superman. <laughs> hmm. oh, Christ. Yeah. World of Warcraft. Uh, I, I didn't have a horse in World of Warcraft's race. I didn't. I never played World of Warcraft. I played its predecessor, uh, EverQuest. And I never Same. played EverQuest. And I always wanted to play World of Warcraft, but then again, it's sort of like <laughs> just a little Black bit of heroin. <laughs> like I'll just have a little bit of heroin. Like I feel no, wait, like there's sorry. not a there's not a small amount of heroin. You're but either doing heroin or you're not. Okay, so when when you say I didn't play Warcraft, you you mean you did not play World of Warcraft? World of Warcraft. I played Warcraft three okay. and and the, the cool. The, the real time strategy right, cool, game. Cool, cool, but cool, you're cool. also uh, saying that you you're like, well no, no no, I was completely hooked on cocaine, but I just didn't want to do heroin. <laughs> like okay. In moderation. Yeah. In moderation. <laughs> you're like, but no, Nathan, I was smoking Nathan, meth the whole time, but I Nathan, just didn't he, want to he, touch the heroin. He could function on cocaine. <laughs> we we were glued to our laptops, sunken into a couch. The, the I know many time. people that were uh, that were hooked on EverQuest that uh yeah. The last the last time I played EverQuest uh, on the computer, uh, I did get the PlayStation Two version, <laughs> and I played that for a while. I, I I was a dirty bird for doing that, uh, but but um, dirty I bird. loaded uh, EverQuest onto my computer. I think the summer between my freshman and sophomore year at college, and I was like working a shitty job, and I my roommate would walk in, and I was fighting lesser zombies like out somewhere uh in the desert and he would just walk in and be like oh yes the laser zombies i'm like uh, <laughs> he'd just make fun of me but, but I, I didn't really do much that entire summer and that's because <laughs> of everquest uh, so i could just see world of warcraft being it's like cocaine versus crack no it, no 100 like, uh, it 100 is 100%. And I know I told the story before, but like my defining moment of where I was like, nope, I need to stop this is I was 
in my living room with my two friends. We were raiding and playing WoW and we finished a raid. And instead of looking over at my friend and going like, hey, man, that was really cool. Good job. I whispered, which is a private message to a character in game. I whispered to him from 10 feet across my living room. <laughs> and it, then it hit me and I'm like, I got to fucking stop. <laughs> This is not good. Yeah, it I, it takes so, so much from you. <laughs> when, when, Give uh, nothing back. <laughs> when the uh, the Twitch uh, app dropped onto the Xbox a few years ago, I'm not gonna lie. There were a couple nights where I couldn't sleep, and I just stayed up watching people play WoW on Twitch. And uh, it was it's almost like like I felt like a voyeur. It's like, yeah, oh, you dirty bird. Yes. Give her a scalpin. Yeah. Is he yeah, pop, that po- pop that potion. Pop it. Is he is he leather working? <laughs> oh, oh, he's in the barons. <laughs> what, what would we rate this film? I will very generously and nostalgically. Uh, I, I will give it uh, a three out of five. And that's incredibly generous for what it is. But I will also give it credit for kind of filling in my early like junior high and like high school years of just, you know what? It's stupid fun. I can put it on. I do still enjoy. And that's just what it is. Like even the moment when he makes it into the into the cave and takes the rod of Savril. (laughs) You'll it's have so, to figure that out on your own. It's so janky <laughs> at times, but it still has, uh, uh, uh. I think, <laughs> I think it still has a redeeming quality to it in some aspects. Like I said at the beginning, it's a dumpster fire that still keeps me kind of warm. The only thing that kept me interested in this movie is Jeremy Irons. He's so, uh, and, and, he's so and good and so bad. About it, so I did look it up on YouTube. The, the, the <laughs> chewing up the scene yes. with, the, with the chew meter at the bottom. Did you watch uh, to the end? I watched it okay. to the end. I watched it to the end. I also liked it when like, it was towards the beginning of the video and like, the chew meter is going down. It's like, and go down. It breaks. <laughs> so I, I think there was like an old wives tale um, back in the day that uh, you didn't chew your food properly unless you chewed it like some stupid number, like, you know, a mouthful like 30 times. Sure. Uh, so if we're on the chew scale for Jeremy Irons, uh, Jeremy Irony, um, <laughs> I would give it like five out of 30 chews and just <laughs> just try to like and I'm like getting the gravy to try to just get it down just get it down i know when it comes out because i didn't chew it it's gonna hurt my butthole but i don't care at this point i just want to be over i just want it to be done this movie previously would have had maybe like a five out of ten uh you know non-generic orcs at a bar but this after watching it two times recently it has lost (laughs) lost two full points and it is barely a three out of ten um uh, forget uh, you know oh we are not meant to to go in there no th- this is this is rough it is not aged well there are so many other movies that uh and I, again it is the nostalgia like oh no but i was i was with that person like you know they were cool when i was with them uh you look back on it you're like oh god oh what was i thinking <laughs> it is what it is 
D and D. Did I have a head injury? <laughs> it giveth and it taketh away. It, it really does. And uh, I mean, here's to high hopes. Here, here for the new one to come out. Love them. I, like, I like Chris Pine. I, you know what? And it has um, what's her what's her name from uh, Resident Jovovich? Evil? The I can't oh. I can't oh. think of her name. No, not me, the Jovovich. Uh, oh, I can't think of her name. Well, she was always like, uh, that's terrible. I can't think of her name now. I understand. She's she's oh, in the Fast Michelle and Furious Rodriguez? movies again. You're, you're, you're yes, not, you're not going to the things I watch here. <laughs> But I'm trying to name things that she was in. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez is in it. And um, uh, Justice Smith, the guy from Bridgerton. Don't look at me. Ooh, yes, I've seen Bridgerton. Yeats on sheets. I've seen it. Yeats on so, sheets. I don't know. I, I have high hopes for it. I'm excited for when it comes out. And uh, They were canoodling in the garden. The scandal. I haven't seen Bridgerton, so I have no idea. Oh, Yeats on sheets. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, coming up, it is Nathan. Sci-fi. <laughs> sci-fi. Sci-fi. And it will not be lost Baggins. in space. I just wanted Baggins. to... Uh, Shire. I just wanted to spoil that for everyone. It will not be lost in space. Oh, wait, no, it's not, Nathan. It's you with anime. I, Ooh. It is. To, to go it in is. order, it's you with anime. Oh, well, and yeah. then sci-fi, and then I'll wrap Stick up with the uh, code. mummy movies. And then Tremor 6! Tremor 6! A oh cold day gosh. in hell! Oh, God, we're wanna, still doing it. We're still doing it. If you want to go out of order, that's fine. Nathan can go with his uh, sci-fi if you want. I, I, no. Uh, the anime... <laughs> he's like, it's, I'm, not it's even, fine. I'm not ready. <laughs> All right, you with anime we'll is next. Better. Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, I guess that's what I'm doing this weekend. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, anime fans are just, they're going to hate me. I don't anime, know. anime is such a broad, broad, like it's good. It it's, is. It's, it's, it's got its, it's oh, right and it's left. Like you've got really weird out there esoteric you anime. Do. You've got like your classic anime. You do. You got, uh, Tentacle anime. That's hentai. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nathan's like, I remember uh, that. It's, it's, it's interesting. Oh, Jesus, My God. Nathan. Oh, God, Nathan. Yeah, um, it's not recommended, but... <laughs> I'm, you have I a may, child. I'm just saying I watch it. What the shit? <laughs> I may just say, fuck it, and do the Care Bears movie from 1985. That Take that, anime. It's not. That'll, that'll piss them off so badly. <laughs> It's like I've never watched. I've never listened to this podcast. Again. It's not not anime. And for anime, not an anime. We have the SpongeBob movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, folks. Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to do no okay. movie. Well, true. How can people get well, a hold of us if they want to uh, mm. tell us what anime pick Jack should pick? No, oh, but of course they're not going to call. But if you do call with an anime <laughs> choice, like try to like weeb it up and be like, "Oh, podcast jackadee." I I love that you just said weeb it up, guys. You can always hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Search for the Rufils Podcast. We'd love to get your suggestions for some anime movies for host Jack. You can also go to our Twitter at Real Feels Pod. 
you know, slide into our DMs, give Jack some just suggestions. Just a wee bit of scalping. Just a wee bit of scalping. And, like, make it fun, like, because I... Sure. Like, I don't want to, the, the anime where it's, like, it takes place during modern day, and it's like, oh, well, we learned a life lesson today. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you can call the Tooch line, of course, 661-376-0030, and uh, leave a message for Host Jack, uh, giving some anime suggestions. Um, yeah, I don't mind if it's subtitled. Uh, sure, I I prefer it. Hmm. Uh, it's we're not gonna do Akira. No. I All that's right. fine. Everybody they put their Akira. Everybody's seen Akira. Down. But every whatever I pick, everyone's gonna be like, nah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's you picked the you know Empire Strikes Back of anime. Of course he did. Can't dig below the surface. So Jack, I Jerry thought Nathan was the low animes. picking fruiter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, well, guys, just a reminder, coming up in May, it is the live stream for The Cure. Make sure that you mark your calendars. I will be there. Host Nicholas Haskins from Nikolai's Kitchen will be back raising money for the American Cancer Institute or sorry, American Cancer uh, Research Center. And uh, yeah, just hoping for a day that is cancer free. I believe we are going for twenty five thousand dollars this year. And uh a, a lovely goal. Most likely going to get it. We've reached every goal beforehand and uh, can't wait to see you there and help support a worthy cause. It's so worthy. It get is. It. It's so worthy. But, it's, but, it's, but if you can't control the power of it, <laughs> then you'll spend your life with this eternal lichness. <laughs> no one lichness. No one does. Well, until our next episode, maybe we'll pop in and have a, uh, a quick what have you been watching? Maybe Jack, myself, and Nathan can uh, recap and discuss the first episode of The Last of Us. Oh, oh sorry. That oh, was so the, good. Oh, oh <laughs> uh, there's, that was my heart on him. Gently. Side of the table. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Splinters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, folks, thank you for joining us. And as always, you're the realist. And the feelist. Let the blood rain down from the sky! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, you listen. Mage! me! It's the <laughs> no. perfect cover! It's on fire, we'll go rob the school of magic! That's the riddliest thing I've ever heard. Trust me. My friends are coming over to my mom's basement, bringing Funyuns and the Mountain Dew. I got a big broadsword made out of cardboard, and that stereo's a pumping Zeppelin. It's that time of the night, we turn on the black light, let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's D&D, fighting with the legends of yore. It's D&D. Never kissed a lady before. Nope.